welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down one movie franchise at a time. This week we are doing the Major League franchises. This week we'll be discussing Major League 2. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. Uh, this franchise has led me to realize that some things should stay in your nostalgia, and it <laughs> makes me sad. And uh, let's not forget about that one guy in the corner. One, Dorn. two, swallow. Do Dorn. Uh, uh, the Roger Dorn of the team. That's the Keith meanest Swetland. thing you've ever asked yourself nah. to be called? Yeah, Keith, yeah. I just, I'd rather have gotten a, a fastball to the to the shoulder than do that again. Hey, there we go. <laughs> no, but um. anyways, I had this whole thing. I was going to provide some updates on uh, Schumacher, on the Schumacher gate, the Batman yeah. gate. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, How's that nothing, going? Nothing new. Don't worry. Damn Still in the oh. works. They uh they the prosecutors and the the special master they hired they can't they can't make anything stick so I'm okay. Also, OnlyFans ain't doing so good. So at the end of this episode, <laughs> or uh, what's the fans fansly? Is that the newer one? I feel like OnlyFans jokes are kind of played out. I I don't know. <laughs> what I... Other what's alternatives to OnlyFans are there? Fansly. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram. I, I mean, don't I don't. No. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. I don't know. This is called OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, yeah. Major League Two it was a. I'm kind of in Ricky's boat. I'm. I'm depressed. I'm really, really yeah. depressed right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. It sucks. Uh, Major League Two came out on April first of nineteen ninety four. Oh. Runtime of one hour and forty-four minutes. Once again, directed no, by David S. <laughs> David S. Ward, who uh, we talked about in the first one, who did da- Down Periscope and King Ralph. Um, yeah, uh, with the returning cast of Charlie Sheen, Tom Berenger, Corbin Burnson, Dennis Haysbert, James Gammon. Uh, we have newcomers. No, no, sorry. Hey, by the way, how's your Lord of the Rings going? So, update. I'm two episodes in. Um, tentatively enjoying it. Tentative. It's a little bit... Uh, I need to do some more research. I guess there's some really silly stuff with the rights and, like, they're not allowed to use the word Hobbit. And, like, I guess there's some weird... There's some weird right stuff that I want to get down I, into. I've heard about that, but <laughs> uh, I, uh, somebody noticed. I haven't watched it. But somebody noticed that one of the elves who have like the bleach blonde hair, if you look really closely, you can see her brown, real brown hair uh, like coming out. So it's like you spent a billion dollars on this. We're getting the Lord yeah. of the Rings down the line. Uh, this also stars uh, new to the team, Eric uh, Bruscotter and Tak Takaki Ishibashi. Uh, no Wesley Snipes in this one as he. <laughs> had other movies to take to do at the time. So we have Omar Epps taking over for the role of really Maze Hayes. Okay. Real quick question. Real quick. Is Omar Epps a goddamn vampire? It's possible. I don't care what year it is. Omar Epps is in a movie. He looks the goddamn same. <laughs> well, in, uh, I, I was, I was saying that in the original movie, he, uh, Wesley Snipes was 27. And for this movie, Omar Epps was 21. Whoa, yeah. just a baby. 
so they uh, de-aged him pretty yeah, not like uh, technology wise but <laughs> well, like, like, like actor Wes- <laughs> Wesley Snipes does just look like a full ass grown man compared to I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll just bring this up now before we get into the plot. That for me, Omar Epps was trying to play Wesley Snipes, <laughs> trying to play really May Hayes. Like, I, I, yeah, you know, that's not a bad take. You, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't trying to be really May Hayes. I think to me, it felt like he was trying to be Wesley Snipes. He was extremely. Maybe maybe it worked because he was extremely unnoticeable. Versus oddly enough, he had the most like <laughs> at least kind of made sense storyline for the movie too, because it actually mm-hmm. attached to the first one where he just went back to trying to hit dingers. Yep. <laughs> so before we get into the plot, what did you guys think of Major League Two this time around? Um. <laughs> um, I don't know if I laughed the entire movie. <laughs> like yeah, in wow. my brain, like I would see characters where I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. This guy's funny. And I'm like, oh, it's not funny. Oh, this guy, yeah, the Japanese guy, this is gonna be funny. Oh, nope, that's just racist. <laughs> you have no balls. <laughs> and then yeah, it it was the exact same story. But we made up reasons to make him suck in the beginning for him just to be good again. Yep. Okay, so for me, as a as a young as a young boy, this was like one of my favoriteest ever favorite movies. I watched it over and over and over and over. And now watching it again, I really, really feel sorry for my parents putting up with that. (laughs) 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 Man. It's sort of there. I I I laughed. I laughed during it because I like from my childhood. I remember the the women can't pee standing up line. Like I've, yeah, that, that, I that you you told me that for a while, and I, yeah. that has stuck to me. Like women, you can't you can't stand with them, and they can't pee standing yeah. up. And um, but no, this movie it's like everyone's motivations didn't make any sense. Like I kept on. Why did she give a shit if they kept on losing? Because other than the moving thing, because I thought that was kind of established and fixed, because they like did good. No, I don't know the a... answer to that. <laughs> no, it seems like it was just revenge because they screwed over her plan. It's one of those things. Which where is, it... that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um... <laughs> and like, what was the whole point of her selling the team to Dorn to just have her buy it back again, like two months into the season? Oh, see, I didn't track that she bought it back. She bought it back, yeah, for like a cheaper price than what she oh, sold it for. Lord. Um, oh, that's why Dorn ended up playing. Yes, because okay. well, Dorn, because Dorn, as the GM owner of the team, realized that he he didn't have enough money to go for the full season. That's why he sold the team out to ads, and that's why he played himself, started to play again because of uh, he had no money. No, um, he started playing again after he'd sold the team back, made himself GM, or no, she made him she GM. Did. And then he just put himself on the team because he wanted to be on the team? I think it's possible for more. Uh... And as but then sitting... why is the GM allowed to play on the team? <laughs> M- movies. Movies, man. And as we're sitting here chatting about it, I'm trying to like figure out a way to make this movie make sense in my head to talk about it. And I think 
since I watched it so much as a kid. I think this is a kid's movie. Like, the humor well, was a little bit more... It was PG-13. Yeah, this movie was PG-13 when the original one was rated R. But I think it was yeah, like soft plot, R. Like, like the this pacing... Was P- <laughs> this was PG. Oh, it was PG. Oh, wow. Say- Oh yeah, I was about to say, was this, this even is PG thirteen? Because if it was, this is a super soft PG. This is R to PG jump is pretty wild, but like I think the movie was like paced like a child's movie, and it sort of like plotted like a child's movie. So like you also yeah. for some reason had the inner city kids angle looped in for. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, from, from from now on. I'm going to look at it as if we just watched a kids movie for the there rest we of go. this episode. There we go. Uh, <laughs> for me, um. I didn't mind it. Like it is not. I I know we talked about on the on Major League One about how a lot of us thought Major League Two was the better movie growing up because we that's the one we watched more. Uh, this time around watching, it's just like, oh uh, yeah, it's it's okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I think just for me it has a soft spot, but it's not a. Uh, not a. It's just it's basically the same movie. It's just a PG version of one all over again. And what instead of doing, um, the same plot. Oh, it's the same plot, but they they're switching the characters around. Jake Taylor, Tom Berenger was the main star in last in the first one. Well, it's Charlie Sheen in this one. Uh, the love interest, Tom Berenger. Renee Russo was in this movie for a scene. Oh, she was? <laughs> yeah, they yeah. had this sit-down scene to talk about him becoming a manager. Oh, yeah. A scene. And then, you know, Pedro is finds Buddha this time around. You know, not Jabu, it's Buddha. Um, yeah, that was weird. Once so, again, yeah. like, hilarious when I was 10. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not so much now. So, uh, Rick, give us the plot. So let's break it down. Boys, girls, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the reading of the plot to Major League Two. It is the next season in Cleveland. The Indians, coming off of a loss <sighs> in the ALCS the following, the previous year, look to improve. But this time, it's based on a team that's coming off hot, looks good, and should have everything it needs to win the American League. Until, for some reason, everyone's character takes a 180 on who they were at the end of last season. Except Willie Mays Hayes, who is just a 360 because it's an entirely different person. (laughs) For some reason, a rookie coach is allowed to take over a previously uh, AL Central or whatever it was at the time winning team. As Lou has a heart attack and he leads them back. Because for some reason, the team came together for no good reason. Yeah, the team gets there. They beat Parkland. Parkland? Parkman. 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 Who uh, shimmy makes them all go wild until it all makes them throw up. <laughs> and for some reason, Cleveland plays in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Major League Two. Make it make sense. Okay, I can do that. Easy. <laughs> No, I don't know if I can or not. But yes, uh, I do love the fact that this movie takes place five years later after the original movie. Since the first one came out in 89, this came out in 94. But for movie standards, it's one year later. 
I will say the movie looked better. Like you could see the improvement in uh, cameras in the time yeah. being. I'm like, oh, look, it doesn't look all grainy and shitty. You see, I feel opposite. I thought this movie, like it was too shiny compared to like, I like the look of the first one compared to this one. That's funny. But no, I can see it like it's probably technically nicer. I think the first one's just like more charming looking. Yeah, it's uh, it's that fun. It's that weird thing. Just seeing, you know, like seeing all the actors age five years and then like Tom Berenger has gray in his hair and just like more wrinkly in the skin and just like, <laughs> hey, Jake, how's it going? You feel good? I feel good. You know, it's like. Wait, this is. I don't think growing up, I did not catch that it's one year. You know, like there's no one year. Like you just think, oh, it's another season. But who knows how it long? Also, makes like the changes that people made that much crazier. Like Charlie Sheen going from Wild Thing to whatever it was in the beginning of the movie, <laughs> like four months. So bizarre. He he wanted to be a cell. He didn't want. He did not. Uh, did not want to be a one year like one-year star so that's why why he just like let me sell out like instantly oh my god everyone's character had just had their energy turned down from like 10 to 7 for this movie like charlie sheen was so boring like i remember loving wild thing as a kid and then but just charlie sheen was just like just nothing he was just and then like why why did his girlfriend give a shit about like making him look like have that was a dumb. That the was, a, also was the, agent. The, the agent. The girlfriend yeah. was the agent, and also the, you know, girlfriend. You have to look nice to be, you know, sellable to brands. That yeah, I, I hated that plot line. <laughs> well, made... then the entire storyline of like there being the other woman who he apparently was dating in the other movie, but we never knew about, and he was sorry he didn't call her after the season, even though he banged Doran's wife at the end of the season. <laughs> Yeah, you know, a potato. PG, potato. They can't, the PG, they can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's like one of those things. You know, I may I'll make the the thing with uh top with Top Gun Maverick. How in the movie, um, I'm blanking her name right now, but uh, Connelly. she's huh Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. Thank you. Uh, she is in the movie in Maverick, but you know her character is just legitimately a throwaway line in Top Gun One, and they put her in it. So like this is like that little sm- mild comparison that for some reason he was ha- he was dating this woman off season <laughs> after the after the first movie, and then no, but it wasn't the off season. He was dating. He said, "I'm sorry, I didn't call you after the season." Yeah. <laughs> He literally says that to her at one point. Guys, we were too busy with the Jake and Renee Russo storyline to care about besides them banging Dorn's wife. I don't know, bring bring me back that shit. At least that that like made a little bit of sense. It, it's weird that the thing we hated the most from the first movie, I'm like, <laughs> God, at least it like tracked. Yeah, yeah, it was like, oh, that's something humans might do. <laughs> like, sure, they're both terrible people who were cheating on each other nonstop, but like yeah, you know, at least it tracked. It, yeah, it was like an A to B to C kind of thing. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm watching. Here we go. But yeah, he and he like and then the the way that whatever it's kind of the end of the movie, but the way he like fixes himself, he has to, basically has like a conversation with himself in the mirror and then puts on a leather jacket and then that's it. 
Yep. And suddenly he can throw 99 again. Right. Yeah. Like that was the his... only reason he couldn't throw 99. Well, he cut his hair. He was having, yeah, he cut his hair back to the normal. He, um, yeah, came out in the jacket. But like the whole time for the, for the Ricky Vaughn character, the whole time it's just, you know, the idea of the movie, if you think about it, it's just him in, in his head because he doesn't want to be a one year, you know, thing so he's just like i'm going to make the eliminator he's going to start naming all his pitches and so just doing then he didn't want to be a one pitcher pony in the fact that you know he's just known for the terminator the 100 mile per hour fastball see to me they could have focused on that like this like the, the story like the story just could have been about like him like the story should have been about him like okay I'm, I'm gonna sell out now like going from wild thing to sell out back to sell out and then trying these pitches and failing like that would have been like some fun montages of him learning pitches but all, he, all they showed us him like l- listing a few and then pitching home runs so like the like the movie kind of lacked focus and i think they'd like they kind of they tried to make charlie sheen the star because he's kind of the he's the coolest most like loudest character this is him. This is Charlie Sheen's time frame. You know, like yeah, this is him. Um, but like, but, they, I think they tried to because of the fact that you know they have him go to the shrink, and then the shrink's like, "Why aren't you throwing the fastball anymore?" You know, that guy like, was super unprofessional. It's like it's like a it's like a two. He's like what? It's like a two, three, two count. And you throw a slider. Come on, you know. Like, <laughs> Uh, that, that that part was a little funny, and then they, I feel like they just they wasted so many opportunities in this for like for good jokes. Like they had Daniel Stern, and they all, they didn't have him do shit. No, Daniel Stern, the 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 is that his name? The guy in the audience, the heck, the Randy Quaid. You, I was Daniel Stern's in a uh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Anyways, they had Randy Quaid, who's hilarious, and they like yeah, he's crazy the movie, now. The movie. Could've... Let me let let's. I'm here's how I'm going to fix major league. You know what the, what universe, the major league universe exists in now in my brain, the independence day universe. This is Randy Quaid before he loses his mind. He goes and lives (laughs) in an RV and saves the world. Just we are just seeing the prequel to Independence Day and just, learning about Randy Quaid. Next scene, he's in New Mexico sitting in a trailer, like whittling, talking to himself about the aliens. He should have been abducted to the end of this movie. <laughs> that would been amazing. Uh, I, we get we, we substitute Randy. Uh, we get Randy Craig instead of uh, Neil Flynn, the janitor from uh, from uh, Scrubs. In this, oh, yeah. was is, is Daniel Stern also in Home Alone? Daniel Stern is in Home Alone. Yeah, one of the one of he's the, the one of the red bandits. He's the tall one. Yes. And oh, in yeah. rookie He's of the, the year, Pesci guy, right? The non Pesci, yeah. In, in this world, <laughs> I'm this so world. confused by Keith the way he's describing this. You know, he's one of the guys. You mean not Joe Pesci? <laughs> no, not Joe Pesci? Yeah, not Joe Pesci, dude. Hey, in this universe, you're either Joe Pesci or you're not Joe Pesci. Well, I'm just saying the one other guy who was the really famous guy was Joe Pesci. So, my question to you, Keith, is how Joe Pesci are you? I'm not Joe Pesci. <laughs> not Joe like, Pesci. He's like a two on the Joe Pesci scale. Well, I, I'm I'm Keith. <laughs> I'm not Joe. <laughs> You're Keith Pesci. Got it. Keith Pesci. 
Keith, hey, Keith Pesci here. Uh, but yeah, for like what with the plot being of hey, we're going to hey, we're coming off the ALCS and we're hey, we have a winning team again. Uh, Dorn's not here anymore, so that's great. There, there's not a I'm trying to find the line. Booble's going to kill me for this because he says it all the time about like the Dorn being at third base, you know, without not being at third base is, is still a great thing. Um, they have all the players oh, the coming one back. That, uh, or what the fuck? What the announcer guy said? Yeah, Euchre. Harry Harry Doyle. Uh, I mean, trying to see if I can find it. Um, God damn it. He was he was funny in this movie. Watching good. him just Harry fucking Doyle. get tanked during the movie was so <laughs> goddamn good. I'm my, glad they my, kept on to the him drinking bit. No, that was, I, I like that bit. I think it's this one. Yeah, when he has his sideline reporter chime in, and he's like, "Top notch." He says like one line. He's like, "He's like, I wonder what the team's gonna be like this year." And he's like, "I think we're gonna be good." And he's like, "Great job, Lenny. Great job, you know, like Lonnie. <laughs> Great job, Lonnie." Well input, it's just like owned, but yeah, uh, Bobby Euchre is fantastic. One of my, uh, it's like one of the things of one of the scenes was like Ricky Vaughn pitching. He's like, well, let's see how he does this time. First pitch, home run. Ah, fuck. <laughs> ah, shit. Oh, did they do? Oh no, it was PG. I was gonna say, did they do the one fuck? No, that was before the one fuck. No, it wasn't. No, yeah. it would have been during the one fuck, but yeah, yeah they there was no swearing in this movie because yeah. like that was the whole thing with the rookie catcher, and he'd always be like, "Gosh shucks, gosh darn it." Yeah, maybe like maybe us as children just really, really got duped by the marketing, and like this, they they really land, they really like hit a home run with the making it PG instead of R. Like, is it? I don't think we're the only ones that like this movie. <laughs> I'm sure it was decently popular. Well, no, I think we liked it because it was just something that was because I it's swear baseball. Major League Two was on TBS yeah. all the fucking yeah. time. So yeah. it was just one to watch because it was one of those mm-hmm. things. Because, you know, we had 55, 60 channels if we were lucky back yeah. in the day. <laughs> it, it's the it's the scene where Vaughn comes out and does his first pitch and Doyle. Let's see how Ricky Vaughn does. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the line. Let me see if I can still find that. Yeah, but uh, one of the lines I like is that a drunk uh, Harry Doyle, the uh, Hiroshi Tanaka of Kamikaze, recently from the Tokyo Giants, knocked himself cold for the second time this week. Maybe in Japan, that's actually better than catching the ball. Personally, I think he's just trying to get out of the lineup. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he was the only person I found like actually funny through the movie. If that's not Shaquille O'Neal, that baby's out of here. Oh, that was a good it was line. just the way he delivers his lines are all so good. What is and it? God, with... Just the way he, like even <laughs> his um physical acting when he's like, You're gonna have to take over. I'm in the tank. And yep. it's falling over was so goddamn. I good. liked how he was he was all sweaty in his underwear and tank top. Yeah. <laughs> when when the like, I'm I'm just Those alcohol sweats. We've all been there. Yeah, that was funny. I'm looking up Harry Doyle lines and it's like when the team's fighting with each other because you know all, all, they're at the bottom of it. And it's like good news, fans. The Indians are showing signs of life for the first time in weeks. As a matter of fact, they appeal to be beating the crap out of each other. But like it's that funny thing of 
watching this movie now, like trying to pay attention to it. And it's like, it's the first movie all over again. Not scene for scene, but damn near close to we get training camp. I, I don't remember baseball teams having like 45 games in training camp. Cause I think one of the guys goes like we went 11 and 26 in training camp. They said they won three in like 27 or something. Yeah. Yeah. They only won like, three games in spring training. Yeah. I don't remember. Don't recall spring training being 40. Well, games. It is actually about that long. It's about a month. Really? They get in about like each day. About like well, because they don't, they even play double headers some days. Like they have oh, the damn. split squads. I just thought by now they just like cut that in half. You know, depending on the bargaining agreements and everything with in real life. But, um, but then we have the spring training, and then we have the scene of the red sticker. You know, like oh, who's going to be get cut? Oh yeah, all the and, fruit. <laughs> and then we you know we get. Parkman, the new addition to the team, and he's traded within like a month and a half of the league because they don't have the I money. I like that his entire character arc is just this guy's an asshole. <laughs> no, he just like Jake tries start. to like introduce himself to him, and he's like, Let's not beat around the bush here, Jake. I hate you, you hate me. You're old and your knees suck. That is a character from a children's movie. Like that is true. Know. Like just asshole guy. <laughs> He's a bully. It's like He's the bad. one dude who was on yeah. the other team in Mighty Ducks. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, man, I before this, uh, before this episode, before this record tonight, I was on YouTube watching, trying to find interview clips of people of the actors about this movie. And man, I just found a few, and boy, they looked like they didn't give a shit. <laughs> oh, was... they I, I assume they didn't either. <laughs> I, I mean, it t- had the feel of that general, like, hey, this movie made money. Let's just make another one <laughs> in the 90s. That so many sequels were such garbage in the 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I caught a Charlie Sheen one where he was like literally just he like seemed bored during the interview. To be was... fair, he's probably high off his ass. Yeah. Oh, that's a fun show. Well, you probably caught this on Laura, so sorry if I'm spoiling it, but the I guess Charlie Sheen did steroids. He did steroids for the first one. Yeah. Yeah. To like, and I guess he like, uh, he got into fights for people making fun of his haircut, like, but from the crew, like behind the scenes. Oh, really? (laughs) I did not see that. Yeah. Cause he was all like, he was all like hopped up on, he's all hopped up on his drugs. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of something. Yeah. Just a real prick. But God damn it. God damn it. He was good at acting in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. (laughs) Not so much in this movie, though. Mm-mm. So, um, in the first movie, the the team played in a at the Milwaukee uh, County Stadium. Uh, Keith Rick already now said where, but do you know where we played uh, baseball in this this movie? Rick, he said this. He said Baltimore, right? Yeah. So, am I, am I supposed it's, to say Orioles? Well, yes. Do you know the name? Baltimore Orioles. Well, no, the name of the... Uh, oh, Comiskey. State. Nope. Oh. You kind of close with the... No, Comiskey. Oh, I'm, I'm going to know it when you say it. God damn it. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Ken Griffey Jr. slug fat. Ken Griffey Jr., you can hit the ball into it. And a, oh, like shit. a home run derby, home run. That, you know, that is how I recognized it because yeah. you can see that building. Yeah. Oh, man. No, no, I don't know. 
Camden Yards. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they showed a shot of right field and you could see the warehouse building in the background, I'm like, oh, they're playing they're in Baltimore this time. Yeah. Al Ripken Jr. Yep. There you go. Good job, buddy. They put those <laughs> numbers go. up on that warehouse. What are their um, famous uh, what are the famous Orioles? Are there? Uh not a lot because that <laughs> franchise sucks. <laughs> BJ Anderson? Yeah, Rafael Palmero played there ah, for a there bit before he went to the Rangers. Uh, oh, hang on. Is it BJ Anderson? It's your uh your boy uh played there before he went to your Padres. Well, before he went to the Dodgers and then to your Padres. Yeah. Manny. Yeah. Thank Tony you. Gwynn. Thank you. Uh thank you, Will. Uh he sent me my the Dorn quote. Dorn retired in the offseason, effectively effectively eliminating a hole at third base. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I'll say I'll, I I know in the last movie Miami P was uh, Harry Doyle. I'll say it again. I'm spoiling it for me that Harry Doyle was my. MVP how'd you guys? Because... Uh, how'd you guys watch it? Like two nights streaming DVD uh, streaming streaming via and just like on my laptop while I had the NFL up in the background because I got bored. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say. I was like, my phone came out real fast. On this one. Dude, the first forty-five minutes of this movie were excruciatingly boring. I hate like it's a, it's something I talk about with this podcast a lot. I've like, I've I've learned to hate boring movies. <laughs> like I hate it. I hate it. That's like my number one movie sin these days in my life. Yeah. Is like I just can't like boring. I mean, it doesn't have to be like action-packed. Like dumbass like dumbass shit but like god damn it like like there needs to be stakes like <laughs> there needs there to be just like there was no real jokes in the movie yeah. there was nothing like yeah it just felt it's so it, i do you think this movie could have done better in your guys's eyes if it was being if it was able to be filmed like two years after the original one not five and then you like because you you honestly can notice everything about besides Rusty Snipes not being in there. It's like Tom Berenger aged ten years in the five. Charlie <laughs> yeah. Sheen, put, Sheen put on oh he twenty was so... to thirty pounds. You know twenty thirty extra. I mean, yeah, he went from a baby face to like an adult in this movie. Yeah, I think they should have um, just rearranged the whole because it doesn't it like. I wasn't that in love with them. I liked those characters, but I wasn't like in love with them. Like they could have just made it about another like silly squad of baseball players. Like, I mean, even if it had just been like five years later, like the team's always been good, but hasn't quite like it could have just been about how they couldn't quite get over the hump of the ALCS. Like yeah. just make the White Sox the villains and be like, they just couldn't like they tried to kind of be like, oh, this team's mm-hmm. got the got their number. Like it should have just been like five years of that. Also, very strange, though, to go from the Yankees to the White Sox, because the White Sox really ain't shit. <laughs> and you gave up the Yankees as the villain when everyone fucking hates the Yankees. Yeah, Yankees. Yeah, Yankees are easy. And, and then... I would have I would have liked, um, like, just for sequel stuff, like, they should have gone into the lives of the super fans, maybe. Like, have little clips of them at home, like, neglecting their kids or something. Well, well it's like, <laughs> so let, let, let's do this. So for the first movie... We we got to see some of the fans outside, like you know the janitor from you yeah, know they're, they're still he's shitty. a construction worker, and he mm-hmm. talked about hey this could be our year, and then 
later on in the movie, hey, they're, they're, sh- they're shitty. And then later on, they're at the bar. You know, like you see them, you see the grounds crew, you see other people than the team. This time, it's we, you see the, or you see the, in the first one, the, the people in the crowd, the fans, like the four fans. This time, it's let's try to do the four fans again, but have Randy Quaid as the prime, you know, spokesperson this time. Yeah, and like, but we don't get anybody else. No, we don't get any other fan base team. We get them, and then we get the grounds crew like twice. Yeah, I, as you're bringing that up, this movie it feels like it's in less of a real place. Like the first one, it felt like, boy, these like these people, the producers and the actors, they they like Cleveland. This feels like a Cleveland movie. This one, it just felt like a baseball stadium movie. Like it didn't feel like it was a baseball stadium in a city. It just felt like it was in a because yeah, like stadium. there was no like media. This time, I mean, there was no crazy guy wearing a full like headdress being super offensive. Like there, there was no attachment to the city this time. You're right. Like that just felt like gaping. Like did, and like the crowd shots were just like, oh, they just like stole crowd shots from a stadium. Like it didn't feel authentic. It's like so because like in the first one, you felt what everybody's desire was in that movie. You had Jake the bad knee baseball player that wanted to make one more run. You had really Mays Hayes who wanted to show himself off. You had Rick Vaughn who can throw 99 miles per hour fastball, but can't see you had Roger Dorn. Who's just a cocky son of a bitch who just wants the money in the contract. And this movie, you have all those guys back again, but they don't all have like an issue outside the movie Uh, outside the game. There was no issue besides Dorn being the GM with no money. You have you have Berenger being the new skipper because the original one had a heart attack. So you don't even have the the manager the entire movie. And Lou was like such a major part of the first one making that team great. And like I don't understand what Berenger did to make the team suddenly not suck. <laughs> like he was so shitty comparative to Lou. It was so like his rah-rah speech of like win one for Lou, even that sucked. Well, and I couldn't tell because they were sort of doing a joke thing because he didn't want him to do that. Yeah. And then, like, so what was the... It was He was sort of... Like, they were trying to imply, like, that was his leadership secret. Was that, like, oh, no. Like, I'm going to fucking throw this in their face. If they it's, don't do this, then he's going to die. It's like the first movie, they had the rah-rah, the fact that, hey, our, our owner is going to sell us if we don't win. Let's screw her over. Check. Got it. This one... Hey, let's all fight each other, and then that turns us around. And then, like uh, uh, Tanaka and Pedro having their feud the whole time of you know, you have to be a warrior in the heart, you know, not mind. And yeah, that was weird. That was I think they were trying they were trying to squeeze cheap jokes because like accents are funny or something. I think but, like, yeah, they but, like, really loved forcing the. Tanaka speaks Japanese and he says mean things to people and they don't know it jokes like god damn the the one I laughed a little bit when he was just like saying mean things to her that was a I, little I, that was a little funny <laughs> I have to say I think one of the scenes I liked in this movie was the scene of them in the playoffs and it's them up 3-1 or 3 nothing and she the owner she comes back in and just gives them um, the, you know, hey, guys, I love you guys. You guys are great. The, when Rachel Phelps comes in, just like, hey, you guys are great. You guys are fantastic. One win away 
for Cleveland to win the World Series. Don't win it for you guys. Win it for the fans. Win it for me. You know, and this <laughs> breaks goes through everybody like, hey, Vaughn, you don't have the best ERA in the playoffs. Hey, really? Yeah, You're that was for funny. 30. And you just like, you just see their faces go, ah, shit. See, and I, like I know the f- I once again I'm confused as to whether or not Wild Thing is a starter or a reliever. <laughs> started the season. I as don't a know starter, what he does. Started the season as a starter, lost the fastball, then went into the bullpen. But then, then started game four in the playoffs, and then closed it out in game seven. The big, uh, like, the, to me, like the baseball made more sense in one. Like, I remember yes. we were talking about yep. how the baseball Which doesn't is make weird because the baseball was so shitty in one. And then, yeah. what is it with the 90s and people stealing home? Like, <laughs> is that like a 90s movie thing? Or is, am I just, I guess. am I just being a child remembering this movie in which home is stolen and I associate that with all other baseball from the 90s? Well, well, no, because it happens in, um, Oh my God, Sandlot! Because yeah, when, yep, 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 because yep. he steals That's home right. as a Dodger. He got the PF like, flyers. The, yeah. Um, get off the train tracks, because you know that line. See, like, it's weird because like Omar Epps was not as good as Wesley Snipes, but I still felt like Willie Mays' character was still better than a lot of the other guys with a completely <laughs> different person acting it. It was so yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Like he still had better and delivered better lines than almost anyone else in the movie. Because mm-hmm. that bit with Parkman was fucking grand. Like that was just good. Uh, I'll be home soon, honey. <laughs> I saw your movie. <laughs> I saw your movie, Black uh, Black Thunder and White Lightning. It's like I saw your movie. I heard that you did funny. your own stunts. Or yikes! Like We're... that whole bit was one of the only good baseball parts in the entire movie. What's, what's the the Harry Dora line of uh, Willie May Hayes did his own did a new movie during the summer? Rumors has it he did his own acting. I tried to go see it, but it was only out for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, I appreciated old Ventura showing up. That was nice. That was fine. I, I just I I like watching the the trailer for it, and then like just seeing how bad they made it by the fact of like uh, Willie Mae Hayes jumping off the crane, and you just see like you just blatantly see the crash test dummy falling. Ha ha! You know, just like oh my goodness. Um, we have uh, in this one we inter- we got introduced to. Uh, Rube Baker, the new catcher, and who had the and uh couldn't throw it to back to the pitcher. Oh, yeah, that okay. I thought that joke was kind of funny that he couldn't figure out how to throw it. It was based on former Mets pitcher Mackie, uh, catcher Mackie Sasser. Sasser was a, a successful at throwing out runners, attempting to steal second, but had a mental block causing him to flinch several times when trying to throw the ball back to the pitcher. Many base runners took advantage by this by stealing home uh, while he was triple pumping his throw or lollipopping the throw back to the pitcher. So, see, I remember thinking he was really funny as a kid, but this time watching him, like, this doesn't really hit for me anymore. And like his rah rah speeches in the locker room, I'm like, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They had the they had the fight. Then he did the raw raw, and then how he was going to play the double header with the bruise butt or ankle. It was and, his ankle. What did he yeah, butt? 
I'm thinking Joe's of someone. just thinking about his butt. But but baseball player butts, dude. But you know, it's like my wife does uh, talk about how much she loves baseball pants. <laughs> Thank you. I wear them all the time. Um <laughs> but you know, like he but he's but he's giving a lot of heart to the team while you know really maze, you know, he can't run, he can't play today because he has a sore ankle, you know, like it's like what we've been talking and that's about. That's what fixes the whole team because then Willie comes in and steals three bases. <laughs> yep. Uh, it, it's just that thing. Hey, again, we have nothing for this movie, but hey, let's just do it again. But fun facts about it is that in uh, this movie came out in 94, a year after the film was released, the actual Cleveland Indians made it to the World Series in 95. Um, which was the team's first playoffs appearance in 41 years. The Indians ended up losing in six games to the Atlanta Braves. To the Braves. Yep. In the lead up Sorry, to the game three. I don't know why about that. I know. Big Braves fan over there. Um, the fil- uh, I just remember up- that team very vividly because it's the Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz team. Chicks and I dig hated the long them. ball. Chicks dig the long ball, my friend. Uh, leading up to game three, the first World Series game playing Cleveland in 41 years, the public address system played The House is Rockin', the song that they played at the end of Major League Two. In other coincidence, Bob Euchre served as the commentator for the 95 World Series TV coverage on NBC, uh, which shared broadcasting rights with Ravel uh, ABC, thanks to the strike that canceled the final two months of the 94 season, as well as the postseason of the World Series. Uh, two years after the Indians made it in the World Series in 95, they made it again, this time losing the Marlins and Euchre again on broadcast. So that's kind of cool. Don't worry, guys. The Indians would make the World Series again, this time to lose to the Cubs. So We're one of the few remaining franchises that I think haven't won the World Series. Uh, shut up. <laughs> God, what's that other one? It's like <laughs> further down in California. <laughs> ah, it'll uh, come to me. Uh, uh, you guys are more up to date. How are the Indians doing this year? Uh, Oddly uh, good because they good. sold off all their talent and yet they did, they're winning the Central. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, that's fun. They were. They, it was kind of like a real life major league. <laughs> <because> <laughs> the owners sold off everyone, <laughs> and they were supposed to suck, and then they didn't. So there are, um, let's play a game, Keith. All right. There are, hang on, one, two, three, four, five, six. There are six teams that have not won the World Series. Milwaukee Take some guesses. Brewers. That's one of them. The Seattle Mariners? That's two. Yep. The... Pittsburgh Pirates. Wrong. Oh, the, the the Padres. That's three. Because Ricky gave that one away. Yep. So you got um, you're halfway. Whoa. Have the, have the Devil Rays made it? The the Rays, but yes, that's four. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. How long has that been? <laughs> Not that. Well, old. they came in. They came in. <laughs> They came back in 98. They came in 98, and they've had their chances, but they haven't. Diamondbacks? Did they lose two? They lost to the Dodgers in the shortened yeah, season? Yeah, Dodgers. Uh, Diamondbacks won in 01. Oh, okay. I know. I went to one of those Damn. games. Damn. Was that when Randy Johnson was with him? 
Yes. That's yes. when they had Johnson and Schilling and uh had oh fucking how do you say his first name? But the guy who gave up the grand slam or the home runs to the Yankees players, Kim, and it oh. completely derailed his career. What about, the te- what about the team with the player that inspired the way I hold my golf club? <laughs> Montreal Expos. No. <laughs> That's the Nationals now, and they've yeah. actually won it they've recently. Won. Yeah. Uh-huh. Keith, I'll give you two hints. The okay. one team's in the American League West, and one team is in the National League West. Angels that I know who it is because we played no. them and we beat them prevent. Well, we the Giants played them and beat them to prevent them from winning their World yeah. Series. Uh, well, no, on the Giants, uh, no, Astros? not on the Angels. Astros have won. No, the Astros lately. have won one recently. Yeah. Uh, what other Western teams? Are I'm there? I'm proud that you're you know the Astros are in the West now. By the way, <laughs> pretty good, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're close with that. You're close in the map with Houston. You might be what some would say close with that state meant. Chuck Norris, Walker. Oh, the Rangers. There you go. Hey. Uh, and, then, and then for the <laughs> and then there we go. And then for NL, buddy, that's in the uh, NL. What West. team has been garbage? basically for our entire lives besides one random year they made the world series oh, fuck. which by the way he didn't touch home plate don't get me started all right keith what this is it? was the first state to legalize weed oh the rockies there you go buddy congratulations <laughs> i love how quickly that gave me the answer I'm proud of you keith still weird that that team made a world series against the red sox well, bullshit. But one fun fact, I don't know if you guys know, it's a little movie error. I don't, um, when Pedro, when Pedro hits the game, uh, winning home run in this one, he never touches third base. I saw that. I saw that. Thank you. Okay. Oh, okay. Cause yeah, he rounds third and he goes in the inside of it. He well, never it's like weirdly, the camera like focuses on him not doing yeah. it. Yeah. He never I don't touches know what the third. Fuck they were doing. So, uh, they're the setting Sox- up a third movie to make that be a big, big plot point. oh yikes the white Sox got screwed out of this out of the game because he never touched the white Sox were going to be the good team in the next one the team to be followed it's like um oh rock and roll little big league when you think the twins are going to move on but griffey robs them should have been the same situation here i mean Um, come on you're really going to beat junior and randy johnson come on when when Junior does the smile and wink at the end, come on, come on! <laughs> it was very weird that they were trying to make the Seattle Mariners the evil team in Little Big League, <laughs> like Forgot the team that. that no one even cares about. Yeah, it's just you know, it's the just big a... bad Seattle Mariners. Yeah, it's, it's just the Mariners. Too. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's the fun. You know this. The uh, uh, one of the funny things is when Charlie Sheen was on the Tonight Show, Jay Leno, and then he was telling a story about how he stole a car, took a hostage, went through multiple oh, states. That part was good. And that's basically him uh, promoting his other movie, The Chase, which takes part of him stealing a car, a hostage, and going through multiple states. <laughs> so it's just him promoting. Judge in it. <laughs> 
the the lawyer or the, the judge or your, your attorney the lawyer uh the judge um no he uh i don't know about that i've seen a younger jay leno though i hadn't like seen <laughs> jay leno looking that young in so long it kind of took me aback and he had like the real jay leno voice like you know kind of like jay leno hey, lost that voice as he got this? older yeah like he had the uh, super jay leno voice i'm like oh weird the jay leno voice <laughs> Hey, have you seen this? Hey, guys. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> um, Rusty Sipes was filming uh, White Men Can't Jump at the time. So he probably that's made the he... better call. Yep. And you want, ta- better call. You, you want to take a guess who would have played Woody Harrelson's character if they didn't come to this movie? Tom Berenger. No. Yeah, Tom <laughs> Berenger. We just talked about him. This is time of the year. It, it would have been My Charlie Sheen. Oh, it would have been yikes. Charlie Sheen. Oh, and white men can't jump. That would not have worked. You sure? Damn. What was it? Is uh, that... Not a, not when it was this Charlie Sheen who doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> um, also, that, I'll that... say it. Woody Harrelson overall better actor than Charlie Sheen. I said, yeah, it. that's a pretty, no, that's, that, pretty, that's pretty, that's, that's solid. That's pretty fair. Just, just going to say pretty fair. <laughs> yeah. Not a very hot take. I'm going to put out there. No, that's, that's uh, cold. <laughs> uh, the actor, the, the pitcher at the final game that went like eight and a half innings, nine innings. He was actually a real pitcher in 1981 for the White Sox. Oh, that's cool. I hate how like somehow we had even less attachment to the team this time too. Yeah. Like in the first movie, it sucked that there's only like seven players we ever knew on the team. We knew five players on this team. Uh, Dorn, Vaughn, Rube Baker, Serrano, Jake Taylor. And if you want to put Parkman in, you can. Um, Tanaka. And Tanaka. But, but like Tanaka played right field, but that's where Serrano. So did Serrano switch to like? No, no, he oh, played he left. left field? He played left. Serrano was right. Tanaka was left. Oh, played he, left. Okay, because he climbed the 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 wall and caught the home run to take him to the the ALCS. Which I don't know. I think- can you do that? Can you do that? Like, yeah, as long as you don't leave the field of play i think it's legal because you can like scale the wall and make the catch so that's legal so like if you don't if you're for some reason you can catch the ball as you dive across the fence and it's not a home run which is bullshit i think if you dive over the fence like people do into the boston bullpen it should be a home run you've left with the ball from the field of play it's like (laughs) probably you can climb the wall but if your foot doesn't touch the seat or the cement behind fair game probably I don't know. God Anyways, damn baseball. But yeah, I think all uh, yeah, baseball does have plenty of rules. No, I'm trying to piece together my my star rating here, and I think the overall theme I'm coming with is they like they ripped away the slobs versus snobs thing. I was kind of complimenting with the last movie because mm-hmm. they're successful in this one, yeah. so that took away a lot of the stress. So it was Dude, there like, was no heart and soul to this movie. It was yeah. just like a cut paste. Here's a shittier storyline. Yeah, they showed a bunch of like working people doing like working class ass shit in the first one. This one, it was just like, oh, these are just like baseball player weirdos. This one, if I recall, yeah. Keith mentioned that that this one did the like Beverly Hills Cop one intro 
that you got the feel of the town. Yeah, the first one had that. Yeah, yeah, and this one's just like, hey, mm-hmm. we're back, but we're I've got cocky. the he is on stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're cocky. We're back. You know, we're better than we were last year. Even though it's five years later. Well, it seems I like guess. in real life, like if a team makes it to the championship, like the previous year, then like it seems like they've like whatever they're funding, the tickets are doing good, like the money's all right. It seems like the risk is the risk level to me seems like it would be lower. Yeah, it made then- no sense that Dorn had the financials to buy the team, but that the team wasn't self sufficient. Yeah, and then was- she came back to. <laughs> And then the original owner came back to help they lose. Yeah, why did she want the money? Because like she was getting rich. Like why did she? I know. Like so, even though so she sold it to Dorn for like one fifty, one hundred fifty million or something. Yeah, which a fucking Jesus Christ teams go for a billion dollars now. Yeah. Um, and then she, apparently she bought it back at like so. I'm guessing she bought it back at like seventy million or something. <laughs> so she made like. She made she out. kept 80 yeah. million. Like she's like, yeah. oh, I made a tidy profit. But I'm like, but you you still gave up money you had in your pocket yeah. to it's, buy back the team for no reason. It seems like even back then she could have just still owned the team and lived in Miami. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it makes <laughs> no like there's not that many owners that are every single game. Yeah, she could just hop on a jet and go out to a few games, wave at the people. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the director, this is the stuff from uh, 2010, announced that he was working on a new film, which would be called Major League Three, and hoped to cast the originals of Sheen, Snipes, and Berenger. Give it up. Just give it up. The, the, this is 2010, by the way, 12 years ew, ew. ago. The plot would have been Sheen, Sheen's character, Ricky Vaughn, coming back out of retirement to work with young player, with a young player. This would be the third film uh, that would basically detract the next movie we'll be watching next uh, next time on the fake movie experts, the Major League Back to the Miners. And then in 2011, Charlie Sheen was doing his Violent Torpedoes a Tr- Truth tour and announced that he was working on the third sequel, Major League Three, and they were going to shoot it in Cleveland. Uh, but then nothing happened there. And then in 2017, announced plans to reboot classic films the 80s and 90s as either TV shows or movies following the success of the Exorcist television series. And at the time in 2017, several films were in the early stages of development, including Young Guns, Major League, and Ace Ventura, which all three have not have happened. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> Those don't... We don't need that. <laughs> we don't that, need who, that. Who's that for? That's for nobody. Right? I don't I don't know this how many did, people I will say watching this movie made me want a new baseball movie. I like know, I need a new right? sports movie. We for 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 our childhood, we had basically all three of these major league movies. We had Little Big League, we had Rookie of the Year, we had Sandlot, Little Giants, Little That's Football. Oh yeah, I was just saying sports movie. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, sports movies you can include Little Giants. If you're, you know, Mr. Baseball, I remember watching that. God, as a I fucking kid. loved Mr. Baseball. Didn't people like the Billy Bob Thornton Bad News Bears? Didn't people Bad, like that? Well, not the it's the Watcher uh, Mandel. Uh, yeah, but like as, as far as yeah. like newer, I'm trying to think of like newer sports movies. Yeah, but like I'd rather just watch the original Bad News yeah. Bears. Yeah. 
what about the uh, so the Mathal? Thank you, Matt. Uh, Walter Mathal. Like, you don't want like to go, You don't <laughs> want them going to go to Japan. <laughs> that was a weird. Like, hey, our random little league team is going to play the best. Like, well, in the combined little, in talent the, in Japan. In Japan. In the bad news, Bears Mathal was in the first one, and that's it. And then okay, hold they, on, I, I'm I'm about to poke a hole in our theory here. Yeah, there was Space Jam too. <laughs> I've seen that yeah. movie. Oh, I watched it. Was, like... It wasn't good. It was we, had an Space Jam. we had Space Jam as a child, yeah. too. So we had all That's the sports movies. That's what I'm saying. I want a good baseball movie. I mean, let's be honest. After rewatching the Major League movies so far, not what I remember them being. Yeah. <laughs> like, I legitimately thought going into it, Major League was going to be like a four and a half to five star movie from my memory. Yeah. And it wasn't. I thought this was going to be like a three and a half star. Sure as fuck wasn't. I came. I was. I was with you. I thought I was gonna. I was. I was like, all right. I'm about to like have some cool opinions here and think you, that this you, one's you, actually you, better than one. You guys <laughs> probably thought like at the time of like Major League won't be in the top five, but maybe up in the top fifteen as a franchise as a whole. Maybe yeah. with these first two. And now, it's yeah, like, I really Ooh. thought this was gonna be a really strong franchise. Well, well. Uh, I'm gonna fucking strangle you through the cell phone on this third one. <laughs> oh, you, you don't worry, don't worry, you probably will. Uh, Kate, uh, Rick, Keith, do you have any uh reviews from uh, he's alive oh. at the time, right? Oh, yeah, he was uh, definitely alive. Oh, look how prepared I am. Hot damn, hot so, damn. Roger Ebert, very alive on March 30th, 1994, gave Major League Two one and a half stars. And I'll do a little reading series because I enjoyed this first little bit. Okay. So fans of Major League 1989 may want to see Major League 2. I did not see the first film and I'm not in that category. <laughs> Nor is there anything. <laughs> that's yeah, that's funny. He's like, you you idiots. <laughs> Nor is there anything in Major League 2 that inspires me to go back and catch up on the earlier film. Oh, that's sad because the first one's great. <clears throat> At first, yeah, first one's well, a... first one's good. It was good. This is comedy by the numbers, the uninspired story of a Cleveland Indian team full of colorful weirdos and misfits who seem to be trapped in a perpetual audition for the blooper reel. And then there was one other little thing he said that was pretty good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh yeah, he describes the characters as sitcom clowns in this one. Because I, I thought some, some good Roger Ebert uh, picture painting with words there. It's a fair yeah. take. I find all of his takes fair. Yeah. Let me ask before we wrap up. Let me ask, ask you guys this: Do you, do you would would you appreciate this movie more if you maybe not seen the first one? You know what I mean? Like if this was the first one you saw, because like maybe in growing up, this was the first movie we watched out of the major <laughs> leagues. That's why we liked it more growing up. But now watching, you're like, ooh, the first one's better. Well, I think I'd never seen the first one before, like. I think for, I think for myself as well. Like yeah. I think I saw this one first. That's why I loved yeah. it as a kid. Now watching the first one, going, this is ten times. The first one's ten times better than this one. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, the first one's tight. I think it'd be nostalgia. I'm curious how far nostalgia would take it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I think that I'd like to think my brain's powerful enough where I'd be like, nah, this is a uh, this is kind of whack. But. I mean, I'm, st- I'm that doesn't take away like the it was still like fun to revisit the scenes that made me smile as a kid. Like, of course, that was fun. Like, I didn't 
I didn't have a miserable I'm time. I'm buying more and more into Keith's take that this is a kid's movie. Because, <laughs> like, the more I think about it, I'm like, if I went back, if I viewed this as a kid's movie lens, it probably, because, like, if we ever do, like, the Mighty Ducks trilogy, <laughs> like, I'm not going to judge that on, like, a major league level because they're kids' movies, right? With all their cheating in the world championship. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on two. <laughs> So I, it'll be interesting because it feels the more we talked about it, it was a kid's movie, <laughs> which mm-hmm. was a weird way to take it after the first one had the soft R. I think it's really cynical. I think they really, really wanted. I mean, it works. I, like I was saying earlier, like I watched it. I ate it up. I loved it. So like, I think it was like this. We need to get this to a broader audience. Some like executive with a cigar up on the top floor in Los Angeles. Like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this for the longest been... time, like studios didn't want to get the R rating because our movies didn't do as well. Mm-hmm. This is what I like, this you, is one you of those put things. yourself in a certain pocket when you got an R rating mm-hmm. that you were never going to make a certain amount of money. Like I think I I one hundred percent agree. Like this this these are one of those movies of, hey, it's a baseball movie. Kids want to see it because it's a baseball movie. Let's tone it down to PG because, you know. You n- nowadays we're seeing more rated R comic book movies, but in the time being, comic books movies were either PG or PG thirteen, mm-hmm. and now we have a few rated R ones now. Uh, by the way, yeah, because uh, the only early R rated comic book movie was uh, Spawn, and Spawn yeah. did not do well, even though and it Bla- arguably is a great movie. And Blade, <laughs> the Blade franchise. Yeah, Blade. Blade. I was always early forget R. that Blade's a comic book movie. Yeah. Marvel. But even then, uh, like the first one was great, but then they toned it down for the later ones and they mm. suffered from it. The one thing I can t- I remember watching about the sequel is the the girlfriend to Rick Vaughn, the actress that played Nikki Reese. For the longest time I thought it was Alyssa Milano. <laughs> like but I it's can not. See that. I can it's understand the, your confusion there. It's the actress that plays Connie Conehead in the Conehead movie. So that's where yeah, she's it from. Is. <laughs> yeah. That's, what we That's a do. movie we should... I've not thought about in a long time. It's a series. Hey, we should do Coneheads. <laughs> it's not a series. It's just one movie. Oh, I thought there was two of them. No, no it's, the, it's the SNL stuff. Yeah. Didn't they make a show for a while in Coneheads or something? I think they wanted to, but never, never happened. Um. So uh, the budget for this movie was a... 54. One- that's a lot of money. I'll say twenty nine. <laughs> Is it like th- eight, 15? <laughs> uh, it was twenty five million. <laughs> God, so close. Fourteen million <laughs> she, she more. Said 50. I'm like, that's crazy. Fourteen yeah, like Indiana Jones, or something. right? Fourteen million more than uh, the original one. That was eleven million. Um, another thing, but why the why I, the the comparison to one and two is. In the first one, we we saw the owner like screw them up by oh, oh they're they're winning let's bring them down a notch or get rid of their uh, their sauna tubs and they got to put a boat and motor in it the the plane it's being put together by duct tape and <laughs> this one it's all just ruin their egos that's that's what they're well, and was there there was no scenes that like really made us hate the established ownership they didn't have those like boardroom sequences no they just brought her back like, and she's went, yep. evil remember yeah kids movie <laughs> kids movie exactly uh 
The gross for this movie was no international, so it only got $49 million. Wait, so, no, I lied. Oh. I lied. $30 million. I'm looking at the first one. Damn. That... <laughs> See, what's so eight... funny, because coming into this series, I was like, I'm surprised we never got more major leagues, because like in my head, great back-to-back movies, and they love to make sequels. Upon watching this movie, I was like, oh, I know why they never made more yeah. major leagues. It only got $5 million more than the budget. So let's go to the box office for April 1st to the 3rd of 1994. Let's see if you've seen these movies. Is, is that the Lion King year? It's speed when on there. Lion King come out. You're fine. We'll find out. We'll find <laughs> out. Uh, coming in at number 10 in its fourth week with $1.8 million, Guarding Tess. The Nick Cage movie guarding the the whole thing with the is him guarding the president's wife. <laughs> it's a big focal point of the new Nick Cage movie. Oh, nice. That's what brought uh, Pedro Pascal and his father closer was watching <laughs> guarding tests. <laughs> nice. I got to rewatch the uh, the new Nick Cage movie. That thing was fucking great. Yep. Uh, coming in at number nine. What is... Joe and I thought about it right here on NoSellEntertainment.com. What he what he said. Uh our next movie at number nine with fourth in its fourth week with two million, four weddings and a funeral. Tell you. Coming in at number eight in its first week with two point three million. Thumbelina. I remember Thumbelina. I've never I've watched one of my it. Bigger but ones. I know of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in number six in its second week with two point seven million above the rim. Sports movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it the sports one? Yeah, it's high school basketball, basketball, yeah. basketball one. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, coming in number five in its sixteenth week with three point eight million. Schindler's List. Yeah, I think oh, about. Above the rim is actually about a it's like about a guy that works at a restaurant that always overfills cups. Yeah, there it is. Oh, I forgot number number seven was uh, Clifford. It's the Martin Short movie with him being like a eight year old, but it's Martin Short as an eight year old. Not the movie. Oh, so it's where, not not Clifford that, the Big Red Dog. No, no. I've I remember Clifford. It's I've the, seen it a lot. Martin Short goes to Germany in the like the early forties, and he tries to go save a bunch of the Jewish people from concentration camps. Wrong movie, buddy. <laughs> this is this is Martin Short playing like an eight year old with a pet dinosaur who <laughs> wants to go to like T Rex land. Uh, number four in its third week with five point seven million. Naked Gun thirty three and a third. The final insult. Is that the third Naked Gun? It's the final one. The one with uh, like Anna Nicole Smith and the um, <laughs> what's his name from oh, Tremors. He just pa- Fred Ward. Ward. He's the one I that just passed. Be, I mean, I know most of them are made for TV movies, but God, I love the first Tremors. Yeah, it's pretty Tremors. There's like six of them, man. They've gone. I know on. they get they turn into made for TV, and it's just like the dude who was married to whatever that Bert, country star, Reba. Um, coming in at number three in its third week with five point six million. The paper. I'm trying to find that up right now. What that is fucking ninety four sucks for movies. What the it's fuck? It's a Michael Keaton movie. 
Oh, except uh, you know, New- Schindler's List. It's a fucking time altering <laughs> movie. New York City tabloid editor faces with a tough decision while facing several serious life challenges and a tempting job offer. I swear to God, I see pictures of Michael Keaton, and all I think is they picked that guy for Batman. By the way, in in uh, it's crazy thing, but in the paper, it's Marissa Tomei and Randy Quaid is also in it. <laughs> Randy, Randy, coming in number two in its second week with six point two million. D two, the Mighty Ducks. Oh shit! Great movie. So that means they coming cheated, in number... but great movie. Don't get me started. Uh, that means coming in at number one in its first week with only seven million dollars. <laughs> Major League Two. Dude, what a shitty week for movies! But also, that means the Sheen brothers were one and two. Yep. Damn. Okay, so here here answers my question. Uh, Speed came out in June. We're in April, buddy. Yeah, oh, for... of that year. So June had uh, June had not happened yet. Yeah. Also, oh, we uh, just we hadn't gotten to the good movies of '94 yeah. yet. And Speed made what a 350... weird time to release Major League Two. By the way, why wouldn't you release it during baseball season? Yeah, springtime release. It wanted you to get excited for it, so that's why they <laughs> uh, did. Shouldn't pre... you like people should be excited? Like a June yeah. release, baseball just started not that yeah. long ago. They're excited for the season. Damn. Speed profited ten times its budget. I guess Keith, I know what you want to do. Speed to ruin that movie. Yeah, yeah right. Man, I'm, I'm really stoked on Speed right now. <laughs> Which type of Speed? Like, the could, movie? Could you imagine? Like, what would they do for Speed Two? Put them on a fucking know. boat that couldn't a stop boat? or something? That'd be or stupid. Or a plane with snakes? I don't know. No, there's a. It's a boat with leeches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they definitely like. They wouldn't do something stupid like not have Keanu in it. How I'm would so you make ex- a second Speed without Keanu? Keith. Right? Keith, how hyped are you now with Constantine 2 coming out? Decently. On a scale of one to hyped, I'm closer to hyped. I'm pretty hyped. (laughs) I'm pretty hyped. Why are people standing in a multi-mile long line for the queen? By the way, fucking weird. Yeah. I I thought it was the line to... I thought it was for the line for... uh, the the news about Constantine too. I, I yeah, guess I'm like, Joe, Joe gets to the front of the line, sees the Queen line there. Nah. This is what I stood in line oh, for. You get in line to go see uh, the the <laughs> Yahoo news page where they talk about how they're Const- in pre production for Constantine. Constantine too, and how Keanu is coming back for it. No, but no, it's was, the Queen's line. My joke was going to be that the the waiting for iPhone 14. <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. Uh, let's go to the ratings imdb gave this one a 5.6 out of 10 ron tomato all critics gave it a five yikes top <laughs> critics zero and then the <laughs> oh, audience shit. and then the audience gave it a 45 Not so good, before we glaze them let's rank them uh we're gonna be ranking the movie and who was our mvp our favorite player and then the winning moment so uh, I like I said for me, Harry Doyle was my MVP from the one, and he's my MVP for two. Who was your uh, MVP? Yeah, I like. There's no question about that for this one. Euchre was the only like cons like consistent thing through the entire movie. Oh shit, MVP, my MVP for I I gotta go. Uh, childhood pick of Vaughn, just because he was my childhood. 
That was that was who I was obsessed. You literally with. just talked about how terrible he was, he was. in this movie. Yeah, but so everyone for, was terrible for this one. Except for Euchre, except for Euchre. <laughs> so then for this one, Keith is Harry Doyle. Uh, is is Vaughn your your favorite player? Like, this is your who was your favorite player of the movie? Baseball you had player. Baseball player. You had Rube who couldn't throw the ball. You had Vaughn who couldn't f- find his heater. You had Taylor that had become the manager. Uh, you had Dorn who the Taylor that took the Taylor that took the ball, took the. No, that's Dorn who took the. It's Dorn. Ball to the the Dorn. Go on, Dorn. Yeah, you're going to go Dorn. Yeah. You had Tanaka who knocked himself out, caught the ball. You had Pedro finding Buddha and chasing a pigeon that he thought he hurt instead of running the bases. Terrible Wouldn't he scene. be out anyway? <laughs> right? Terrible scene. He would be out because yeah, he left of, the baseline. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> You know what Randy Johnson does to birds? He explodes them for getting in his way. Fucking a. I, I, I follow those people that do a uh, make like custom shirts and fun shirts. They came out with a Randy Johnson anniversary T-shirt, and it's the like it's the wide shot of him on the mound with the bird exploding. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, um, mine, by the way, is Willie Mays Hayes. Oh yeah. Um. For me, I don't know. I Edward uh, I guess I'll go really Mayhaze. There's not a lot of good options with this movie overall. Yeah. Uh, who is what? So, in your guys' mind, what was uh, what's a bigger winning moment? The home run slash striking out Parkman, or the bunt from one? Okay, you know how I was annoyed by the stupid shitty bunt in the first one? The out. second one is fucking beyond stupid. He intentionally walks up at her to get to the best hitter on the other team. Out of his first manager ego. allows that horse shit. That was the, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And the funny thing about it is if, if you do a side-by-side, it's the exact same scene. Give me Vaughn. You mean Rick Vaughn? Yeah, like both movies, they catch your ass, Rick Vaughn. Yeah, that Vaughn. You have one Vaughn on your team. Um, We've never literally heard of a different Rick and or Vaughn. So, uh, Rick, you're sick of the bunt for the winning play. Yeah, somehow I'm sticking with the one I hated from the first one, Keith. Yeah, I'll go. What I mean, okay, I'm 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 doing two brains here, kid brain. That scene was sick as hell when he walked him on purpose. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, shit, that's so cool. And now I was like, eh, whatever. This is taking forever. <laughs> so we're bu- are we going to bunt for our winning play? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I also um, just realized that Serrano hit the go-ahead home run in both movies. Yeah. <laughs> After struggling the entire season. Yep. Boy, they didn't um, try very hard. No, they didn't. Uh, then, writing, yeah. Then so overall movie, it's one two. Ricky, what's the movie we're more likely to pull up a bag of cracker jacks and get a hot dog and some nachos? I'll be honest. After watching this, I never have to watch Major League Two ever again. <laughs> but I could see myself popping in one, reminding myself of how terrible all the racist jokes have become, and turning it off again. So one two. Yeah, this one's pretty easy. I might watch one 
I don't even know if I'd watch one again. I might. I'm not often in the mood. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, one, two. Uh, if I'm in the mood, I, 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 it's one, two. But I'll be on. I'm not. I'm not opposed to putting this movie back on. I don't have that must much disdain. <laughs> it's not but... disdain. It's just boredom. Like I, I, I. There's so much other entertainment I could put on besides something that's boring. <laughs> Although, would Major League Two pass the TNT test? I might leave it on for one commercial gap. Yeah, but that's not really watching the movie, right? Like, yeah. that's more of a, hey, we're all hanging out. Oh, shit, Major League Two's on. Yeah, what scene's make, it at? Let's make fun of this. Would you, yeah. Keith, let me, let me ask you guys this. If that's the TNT, would, if, say, it, since we watched this on HBO Max, say you have HBO and you're just flipping through the channels and there is nothing on, and I swear, nothing on. Mm-hmm. Would and you go to HBO and you see Major League Two? Would you just put it back? Would you turn it on just to see where it's at? If I'm doing hotel TV watching, I'd watch it. Yeah, okay. That's a that's a pitiful down point though. But I mean, even hotels now you usually get Netflix. So like, are you ever? But this is this is low anymore. This is if you have no signal to get Netflix and you have to watch hotel. Although I know I'd have it on and I'd be looking at my phone. Looking at memes and shit. I mean, yeah. Keith, you're working on the state's dime. Just buy some porn. Yeah, buy the good old classic, some some good old Jenna Jameson shit. <laughs> there it is. All right, let's now. We're, since Keith is all warmed up, let's glaze them. <laughs> glaze those stars. Glaze those stars. That was uh, the Ricky. Cleveland Rocks of glaze those stars. All the pretty ladies, let's glaze them. Glaze them stars. Glaze them stars. Boy, that's a this and is a Drew Carey. <laughs> Drew Carey. All right, uh, Rick, can you give us a recap of what we glazed? Uh, Major League came in at a three point eight after Keith and Joe both gave it a four, and I gave it a three and a half. All right, Keith, what do you give Major League Two? Forty percent. Give it two stars. Purely nostalgia and the the peeing while standing up joke, and euchre, and um, Vince and Charlie Sheen wearing a leather jacket and then taking it back off when <laughs> he gets out to the field. That all that, uh, all that adds half. up to two stars. Euchre one. saves this to be a, still above a one star movie. Uh, I I I may be like. The outcast. I'm. I'll give it two and a half. I, I just enjoyed it. I've. I've... You want to give it a three, Joe? You give it no, a no, three. No, These it, are no, our it's, own. He's opinions. thinking about. It. He's thinking. No, about no, it. no, I no. It. I, I was just saying. I've seen this movie like maybe two and two and a half times in this past couple months. That's what <laughs> led me to this movie, uh, this franchise to pick. But uh, yeah, it's two and a half for. That brings Major League Two in right at a solid two stars. Okay. Well, next time here on Fake Movie Experts. You son of a bitch. <laughs> we have one more movie. <laughs> Only one more movie until they come I'm out. I'm with... Keith has already watched it, and that's why he's so mad. No, I haven't, but I'm just, boy, I'm worried. You know what? I'm going to like this. I'm going to. I'm gonna like yes. work my brain to make this a five star movie. I'm making a hot prediction now. It's gonna be better than Major League Two. I'm excited. Now, okay, now I'm excited. 
See, it's gonna be. You, I'm gonna. Here's my prediction. It's gonna come in at an overall solid like two and three quarter stars from the group, and it's we gonna be start doing just that. bad Was enough that we enjoy it. Ninety eight. Like, we should start doing that. We should do. We should write down a pre star, and then what happens? Like what after. we think a movie's gonna be. Yes. What is what was 1998 like? <laughs> I, well, I have the 1998. Well, well box Keith, we were three here, years so. from the Paramount moment of September 11th. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, the, the movie's gonna have a little more like optimism in it. So I'll the, what I'll do is it's a 1998 movie and it has a runtime of one hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> As next next yes. week, we <laughs> next time we will be doing Major League back. To the miners. It only has Dorn and Tanaka in it, doesn't it? I won't say because I don't want to. I won't spoil anything for Keith. Four stars. So for... <laughs> he has Dorn. <laughs> Keith's on board. All right. So here, I'll, write, I'll, I'll write. I'll start writing them down. So our pre-star for this, uh, Keith. Keith, you said four stars. <laughs> four stars. Okay. <laughs> Two and three quarters. Two and three quarters. Two and three quarters. Uh, I will go with. Uh, I'll say. I know. I'll do two and three quarters as well. So. I'm gonna love this movie. <laughs> you're gonna love it's the gonna shit out weird. of it, Keith. <laughs> it's gonna be so weird. It's, it's, this is gonna be like Keith's second five star movie of, the, yeah. of 2022. Yeah, it goes The Matrix and Predator and <laughs> Major League Three. Back to um, the Keith, miners. You didn't give Predator five stars. I know. I should have. There it is again. I I wish somebody, uh, Keith, you should go back in time and go listen to all of our shows and just see how many times you've gone. This should have been a five. But I'm not giving it a five. <laughs> yeah. I'm self-conscious about handing out fives. I know you are. I, that's why I'm a five whore. I just give it out like easy. <laughs> and but me, let's see I've, if, ne- I've yet to give a five. Yeah. So let's see if next week's Keith's four stars stay up. Let's see if Keith hits the grand slam with the four stars. Oh, and by the way, also, if you use a promo code four stars on my Fansly, you'll get <laughs> some uh, <laughs> footage of me just playing catch. You know, <laughs> you'll get to the see ball. his chocolate star. Yeah. Keith, were you uh, throwing some, tugging on some balls? And just, you know, nope. I'm just, I'm uh, just doing some only child shit. I'm, pl- I'm playing that game where you throw like throw a tennis ball up against some steps and it flies back at you. So you like, and then hits the wrong yeah, location good, and it goes like thirty feet. That's like good game. Sometimes it's a grounder. Sometimes it pops up. You know, yep. you don't know. You don't know what you're gonna get off them stairs. <laughs> It's like when you're playing basketball and you hit like you make the shot, but it hits something like the bar or the beam that's the where the hoops on and goes down the block. Mm. Yeah. Or if you hit it just right and it goes right back to you. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Those are (laughs) the favorite. So next time here on Fake Movie Experts, we'll be doing Major League Back to the Miners or Major League Three, depending on what you want to call it. And then that means, I believe, at the moment, it would be a Keith Swetland pick. That so, is correct, sir. Unless, you know, things happen and we change it up to a team. Who knows? We'll see. But find out next week here on Fake Movie Experts. You can go to nosellentertainment.com. That's right, nosellentertainment.com. We find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us on all the social medias, the Facebook, the 
Twitter, the Instagram. Give us a follow, a thumbs up, a, uh, a suggestion for a movie franchise, a, uh, you know, a comment, thumbs up, thumbs down, whatever you say, whatever you want. Uh, you can find a, you can find listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm sad. I have nothing to say after that movie. I'm just sad. My my childhood's been broken. 